0: Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of his word together. Hey, this is Courtney, and thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank him for all that he's done, is doing, and will do. A prayer for peace. O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior, amen. Lord, as I read your words in scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Revelation 11, verses one through 19. Then I was given a measuring rod like a staff And I was told, rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and those who worship there, but do not measure the court outside the temple. Leave that out, for it is given over to the nations and they will trample the holy city for 42 months. And I will grant authority to my two witnesses and they will prophesy for 1260 days clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before the Lord of the earth And if anyone would harm them, fire pours from their mouth and consumes their foes. If anyone would harm them, this is how he is doomed to be killed. They have the power to shut the sky that no rain may fall during the days of their prophesying. And they have power of the waters to turn them into blood and to strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they desire. And when they have finished their testimony, the beast that rises from the bottomless pit will make war on them and conquer them and kill them. And their dead bodies will lie in the street of the great city that symbolically is called Sodom in Egypt, where their Lord was crucified. For three and a half days, some from the peoples and tribes and languages and nations will gaze at their dead bodies and refuse to let them be placed in a tomb. And those who dwell on the earth will rejoice over them and make merry and exchange presents because these two prophets had been a torment to those who dwell on the earth. But after the three and a half days, a breath of life from God entered them and they stood up on their feet and great fear fell on those who saw them. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, come up here. And they went up to heaven in a cloud and their enemies watched them. And at that hour, there was a great earthquake and a 10th of the city fell. 7,000 people were killed in the earthquake, and the rest were terrified and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe has passed, behold, the third woe is soon to come. Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the 24 elders who sit on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, who is and who was, for you have taken your great power and begun to reign. The nations raged, but your wrath came, and the time for the dead to be judged, and for rewarding your servants, the prophets and saints, and those who fear your name, both small and great, and for destroying the destroyers of the earth, then God's temple in heaven was opened, and the ark of his covenant was seen within his temple. There were flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, an earthquake, and heavy hail. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on the scripture, what really sticks out to me is um, the hope in the last part of the the chapter for the saints, for believers, for servants of Christ. And um so in the first part it's kind of scary. So the Lord sends two witnesses to be his mouthpiece to um share to these people about God, about who God is, and they are ultimately killed and when they're killed, um people are celebrating and exchanging gifts and um, having a good old time because they did not want to hear these two witnesses anymore. And the witnesses are then um, given life by God again and taken up to heaven. And so um, at the very end, the scripture's talking about... um, elders and voices from heaven talking about the almighty God and basically how he is rewarding his saints and servants and he is, um, judging everybody else and he is dispersing his justice. I can celebrate with those saints at the end. Um, Because when you're reading the scripture, it's almost like, whoa, why did those two witnesses, why were they murdered? Like they were just doing what the Lord told them to do and they were murdered for it. Um, But of course, God vindicates them in the end. And it just reminds me of how we're called to go and make disciples, to share Jesus's love with people, to, um, act in his love towards people and how sometimes that can be really scary to do because we don't want to look like a freak or like we are different or we are other, um, from the people that we're around on a day-to-day basis. The scripture gives me hope that even when I am rejected for believing Jesus, for being a Christian, um, that ultimately that's okay because my reward is in heaven. I've already been fought for. Um, I already have victory because of Christ. And so it's okay that you're rejecting me. Of course, that definitely hurts that definitely hurts, but ultimately it is okay. And we will be rejected and have been rejected for Jesus. So it just reminds me how important um, that is, how important the sharing of what Jesus has done for us and what he's inviting people into is, that it's urgent to share that as well. There's no better um, time to share that with people than right now. The action for today will be to share Jesus with um, somebody in your life, whether that be a co-worker, a family member, um, a cashier you frequently see at the grocery store. Just share Jesus with them. Tell them what Jesus has done for us. Step out in faith today. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the scripture that we read today. Thank you that you are an almighty God, that you always were powerful, are powerful and will be powerful. Um, That you are holy and that you vindicate your people and that you are just, Holy Spirit, I pray you give us courage to step out in faith this week and share um, your love with somebody we come across this week. I pray that you give us the words to speak to them. I pray that you would do miracles in their lives, that you would bring them um closer to you into the kingdom, I pray that they would be made aware that, Jesus, you've died for our sins, that we no longer have to work to um, be perfect, to follow a certain law, that because you died for us, we have salvation and we have assurance That in the end, we will be with you and that you are our reward. I pray that you make that real to these people this week. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come. Amen.